What's up, assholes? Your favorite four jerks on the universe are back. Rushmore Wrestling is here again. We've been gone for a year. Boys, how are we doing today? Chris, why are you so sad? You're not yelling into the bunch hey, of Fuck hey, you. you. bunch of assholes. You little bitches. I can't believe it's <laughs> almost been a whole year. It's been a whole year. Well, not for the listeners. It's only been like a year. Yeah, it's, a day. it's, like, it's like when in the Avengers, like, you disappeared for five, but it was only like seconds. That's what happened to us. We were in we were the stick. It's like when Jericho records one in the can, and then he puts it out like two years later, yeah. and they're talking about oh, something. records in the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the can. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. You know, but yeah, no, nothing's changed. <laughs> Everyone's doing the same. Yeah, nothing's changed. <laughs> he got a cat. I got a cat. Strim's Pete got, got a, cat. a baby on the way. Spoiler alert, uh, Strim's wedding went through the next day. Yes. Yes, it did. It did. And, Everyone uh, made it. And we just went to another lovely wedding. Yes. And there was dinosaurs. Sure. We went to the Pat and Jacqueline wedding. It was lovely. Packlin. And, and, then, and then Mike Graham got engaged. Oh. So that was nice. The same night? Uh, a couple or days later. should we not talk about it? A couple days later. No, no, he put a buffer in. Good for him. All right, today's topic. Hey, we did it the day they went on their honeymoon. Anyway, <laughs> today's topic. We're talking about Triple H's top four matches slash moments. There's a new man in charge in WWE. What will it mean? We're going to talk about it today. Our first segment. Everyone's favorite game show. Push or squash. Push or squash. All right, I got three push or squapics. Here we go. Number one. Well, wow, look at that. That's it's nice. Just in. Oh, That's just nice. In. Oh. Uh, ladies' night. Sasha Takes Banks, one to no one. Uh, Sasha Banks <laughs> and Naomi Neon, I like to call her, walked out of WWE back in May 16th through an alleged creative dispute. Allegedly this week, they both reached an agreement to return. Justin Strip, push or squash the welcoming back of Naomi and Sasha. Yeah, I'll push it. I mean, a lot of people have done this in the past, so, uh, you know. Wrestling is sort of a temper tantrum type business, I hate to say it, but, you know, and, and they really just need women talent right now. So, you know, you don't want to make it a precedent. You want them storming out all the time like Ultimate Warrior, but, you know, welcome back and uh, don't do it again. <laughs> all right, uh, Chris Barcello, push or squash? So, I've been going back and forth about this because fucking how many times are you going to walk out and yes. be welcomed back? But I looked at the, the main roster, and I put the women into three tiers based solely on ability. Um, <laughs> so at tier, I put Naomi at tier C. Oh, I put her at tier B. She's at tier C with Lacey, Dewdrop, Dana Brooke, Nikki a- A.S.H., Tamina, Aaliyah, Natalia, Ronda, Shotzi, and Shayna. Tier B... Is Oscar, Carmella, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, Liv Morgan, Raquel, and yeah, Rodriguez. Yeah, you know wrestlers' names. What's your point? <laughs> Fuck you. That's my point. I didn't know any of these women. Uh, anyways, continue. Ah, push. I'll make your point. No. You're pushing. I'm pushing. All right. No, no. Eight. I want to hear his tier A. No, no. We, it's 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 boring. Pete and his no, jars. No, you're just saying a lot of names. Get to the point. What's your I, point? I, my fucking point was. There's there's a need for top tier female talent. There's only five of them on my tier A list, and I think Sasha fills that gap. Another credible main eventer on the women's roster. So you're pushing. I'm pushing. All right, Pete. But so, let me ask you a question. Pete, yes, yes. Push or squash? Oh, <laughs> I'm a push for one of them and a squash for the other. I'm a push for Sasha Banks because she's actually a proven star and she'll actually help the product. 
and I think Naomi had no business or power to do what she did, like Sasha did, and Naomi should not have been welcomed back as easily. I'm not saying they shouldn't have brought her back at all, but to treat her as much of a star as Sasha is, ridiculous. I mean, That's we- like if Bastion Booker decided to walk out on WWE because he was sick of losing. Like that, Vince McMahon would have laughed and be like, okay, bye. So, funny you say that. There's a famous story on something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. Bastion Booger was unhappy with his spot. Someone told him, if you're unhappy, go talk to Vince. He did. He came out looking really, really sad. And I think it was Bobby Heenan said, what happened? He goes, Vince fired me. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> so that's what should have happened. And again, on the flip side, too, even with Sasha Banks, I mean, you walk out, you're a quitter. Like, how many times is this woman going to walk out and get her way? It, it gets old. And honestly, I don't, I don't even think she's, like, got that much pull. They have Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Fair used to be on wrestling. I don't know what happened to her. She's not so fair anymore. Uh, Becky, they got this new girl, Bianca, who I'm not... Hey, you're just naming like, names. Get to the point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so you're a push and a squash? I'm a push and a squash. <laughs> That's it. Yep. I'm gonna push squash. I'm a squash. Fuck these. Two. I'm a squish. Wow. Go somewhere else. If you're unhappy and you don't want to change where you are, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I was in a fraternity, and the best thing that someone ever says, "You're in my. Uh, I'm in this fraternity, and you're in it with me. Like I can do whatever I want. I can make it what I want. But if I don't, I'll just fucking go. Just, just go somewhere else. They're getting what thirty grand for an appearance in Chicago coming up, something yeah. like that." It's like, just go. Just Starcast. There's no boss in a fraternity. I mean, I guess there's a president, but, like, they're just an employee, so they can only have so much pull, you know? I'm a champion. I think this is more a business move, I think, because the Vince stuff and the canceling culture finally caught up to him, whatever. This is a smart move for WWE to bring back all these people they've wronged because they need to fix that black eye they've created. Black eye. Yeah. Thank you Um, for clarifying. Thank you. And... You know, so that way they can attract people that are going to be out of contract in AEW that they want to bring. Um, and they're not going to pull a Tony Khan where they're just going to sign every single person that leaves. They're going to be very selective. Oh, they did that like three years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah it's true, but they, they had good people. Um, but yeah, so they're going to have to fix the mess that, that was kind of created in the image they've created. And what better way to do it than, you know, hey, even if you, you weren't happy, come back, we'll work with you. You know, that's what they're doing. So so we have 3.5 pushes. Yes. 0.5 squashes. All right, good topic. Next topic. AEW, not competition. To quote, AEW is not competition. <laughs> <laughs> WWE Hall of Famer Eric Bischoff said during Bichnoff. a recent appearance on Out of Character with Ryan Satan. Uh, it says, it was probably a satanic, but I'll, I'll say Satan. Yeah. No matter how much Tony Khan wants to believe it, it's... Not. You're in the same business, Tony. That's not the same thing as being in competition. You're not taking market share, Tony. Other than the fact that a new company has emerged in the same space, what's changed? Nothing's changed. Uh, Chris Parcella, push a squash. AEW not being WWE's competition. So, in the spirit of how Bischoff framed it, it's a push. He's basically saying, like, the XFL is in competition to the NFL. They're both football. But AEW went head-to-head with a WWE program and kicked their ass and made them move nights. Yep. So they are, they, they are and they're not. In, in the context of how Eric 
Bischoff said it. I agree that they're not competition. Um, yeah. So you're a push and a squash. I guess so. I like how he was just sitting there waiting to play that. Well, just, uh, Pete, push or squash? Um, squash. Yeah. Um, competition for one reason. They have buying power for talent. Mm-hmm. So if that's not competition, I don't know what is. Like, people have, like, there's finally a place where they can get paid very well and go elsewhere, and that's AEW. So we've seen it a million times already with tons of stars. We've even seen it with Cody going back to WWE. So, yes, it is competition. All right, so you're a push? Yep. Or you're a squash? I'm a squash. 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 It is. It is competition. Yeah. Justin Stram, push or squash? Yeah, it's a, it's a squash. For yeah! Me. It's a squash because uh, two things. One, I don't, you know, we allocate time to watch wrestling, and I can't do 12 hours a week and watch every show. So guess what? I watch Dynamite, and I don't watch SmackDown, or I fast-forward through most of Raw. Or if there's a case where we've gone to AEW uh, Dynamite a couple times, Mm -hmm. if they're there on a Wednesday night and SmackDown's there on a Friday night, guess what? I'm going to AEW. Yeah. So uh, for me personally... Yes, it's competition. Yep. And I know Vince always talks about it's always the entertainment industry in general that's competition, and that's fair. He's competing against every TV show and every live event. Uh, but, so, you know, so, so AEW is one of those. So they're, they're no, they're competing too. Yeah. Because they're on a network. Yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> operate in the same space, except on Friday nights when I mean, SmackDown's on a broadcast yeah. TV show. I find it also funny... That Bischoff's so salty with AEW because he's been on AEW TV quite a few times. I actually don't mind the honesty. I don't mm. like wrestling. Is very like I'm in this company. This company rules. I'm, yeah. I'm in this company now. That company sucked. Yeah. You know, it's very. I don't mind people who just kind of say I'm above it all. You can call me in if you want. Yeah. Call me in if you don't. Doesn't need the money kind of deal. He's he, like no, no. It, you know? He probably needs the money. Yeah. But he throw, But he, he's like, this is my opinion. Brutal honesty in wrestling has always been a great thing. So. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but I, I don't think Tony Khan saying if I were in charge of WCW, they never would have gone out of business helped Eric Bischoff with him too much. Well, time will tell, right? I mean, let's see what he what he yeah. does with his company. Right. Yeah, right. that's an insane take. It was up to the network executive. Tony Khan's a fucking <laughs> psycho, by the way. Yeah. Like, the more I learn about oh, this guy... wrestling promoters are psychos. Yeah, but he's almost like... I hate to say this. Don't talk about... He's almost crazier than Vince to me. He reminds me of uh, Brian Callen's character from Hangover, the guy that owns... Yes, like the... he's like the coked-out fucking... Yeah, Tony Khan's crazy. So, <laughs> Justin Strimble mixed us in. Uh, Justin, I am a squash. Oh, good. Uh, I think Bischoff... Yeah, it's, it's competition. It's wrestling. You can call it WWE. It's WWF. It's WWW. It's fucking wrestling. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's... Uh, Okay, Chris, yeah. just, you put him on Bumble, you just lose yeah. him. Just <laughs> I was listening. Oh, the horse are jumping. Hey. First of all, nobody's jumping. <laughs> it's been a day. They just, Relax. They just haven't opened the their phone. You said the jumping. I said, no, no, nobody's jumping. <laughs> all right, so we have a three and a half squashes. Half Again. Squash. Oh, look at that. It's all tied up into the bottom of the third. <laughs> all right. Push your swap at number three. Woo! <laughs> Ric Flair. The styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun had his final match Sunday night in Nashville, riding the coattails of SummerSlam. The match was obviously not his best work, but considering he's 73, no one expected it to be. Many legends were in attendance and showed him love at the end of the match. 
Shockingly, even Bret Hart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, how did those two become best friends all of a sudden? He wouldn't put him over on TV, and yeah. 40 years later, he's hugging him on his last He put on his story, love you, Rick. R- Rick was mad at Vince for two weeks, so Bret called him and was like, oh, I love you now, Rick. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Pete Carapazis. Pusher Squash. Elderly legends having one last match. And regardless of a pusher squash, give us one living legend that you would like to see living. Hit the ring one more time. So, I hate... I didn't watch this match, but I hated the idea of it, and I thought anyone associated with it was a scumbag. But that being said, I push the legends wrestling because there are certain people that we have seen that can still pull it off, like Ricky Steamboat versus Jericho at Mania. That was uh, being one, probably one of the better. But he was like 55 <laughs> at the time. Um, and he, and he, I think he wound up doing like eight more months of work with Jericho around the world or something. So there are certain times when people can do it. I think when Tataka had a comeback, he was pretty decent. I think Jericho said Ricky Steamboat was only like 55 when he was doing that. But that's, that's the exact said. number Pete said. That's what, he, but that's what Jericho <laughs> Jericho's 50 now. Hey, guys. Right, so he's taking uh, but, but look at how Steamboat looked, and look how he, Jericho looks. The Steamboat had been how, out of the game. Look how Steamboat looked, and looked how Jericho. <laughs> oh, okay. But Steamboat had been out of the game for ten years. Yeah, Jericho. Well. Yeah, yeah, but Chris stopped. Steamboat had been out of the game. <laughs> but you know what? I heard that Steamboat was fifty-five years old at that point. In fact, actually, on the podcast, I think he said he was fifty-three. Not Ooh. Um, oh. Steamboat is currently sixty-nine. So good for Steamboat. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, who would I like to see? Yeah. Obviously, it'd be Hulk Hogan. Yeah. It has to be wow. Hulk Hogan. I mean, because yeah. you know what? Hulk Hogan doesn't have to do much. Yeah. He just true. has to do two moves yeah. and taunt. And I mean, you saw that match with The Rock. He could easily have that match again. I'm in complete agreement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Justin Strem, push or squash? So I'm push, but it's a conditional push. Mm-hmm. Stop calling it your last match, stop yeah. calling it your retirement match. There is no such thing oh, in wrestling. Listen. You must have listened I, to the, the podcast we did a year ago where you said the same thing. <laughs> well, this is consistent. Yeah, well, that'd be a broken fucking record. <laughs> no, you so, get married, your opinions don't change. You know what? I, I thought Strem said at the last podcast that he doesn't like people saying it's their last match. I, I thought I heard him say on the last podcast that he, he didn't. So, yes, I mean, here's the thing. Wrestling is, like, for me at least, like 85%... Music yeah. and entrance, yeah, and, yeah. And, and yeah, I hate the wrestling shit. Yeah. The wrestling's like the worst part of yeah, wrestling. So, like, like give me my Triple H list. It's mostly moments. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So it's, um, you know, if you're telling me that Bret Hart's gonna wrestle a match on, on Monday Night Raw, like, yeah, of course I'm gonna watch. Yeah. It. <laughs> but once that Bret match Hart's starts, the the excitement yeah. stops. Yeah, yeah, it's and that, that entrance want it to be over. promo <laughs> that you like. Yeah, yeah, but get you get to cheer for them again. I won't say for the last time because again, no more last match talk. Look at Stone Cold. I mean, Stone Cold. I thought he was the one guy that was uncorruptible. Yeah, dude, the Mighty Dollar got him eventually. God damn, son, he was in great shape. Oh, he did awesome. But I'm just saying, like that was the one guy I was convinced that wasn't gonna ever come back. Look at Stone Cold. But he he always said (laughs) he was the one guy that was incorruptible. (laughs) I'll say uh, the one guy I want to see come back is. Psycho I knew it. I oh, fucking yeah. knew Sid oh, was going to yeah. be his answer. If he had the strength and he could still powerbomb people, I'd be all for that. Uh, he can just choke slam because he can just That's jump and too. you just, you know. Right, so you're, you're a push and you want to see Psycho Sid. Yep. You think he can powerbomb someone? I think he can powerbomb me. What about choke slam? No, but you know what? If he just choke slams, so yeah, we'll, we'll put it out to him. 
push or squash? I'm a push. I mean, it's hard to go third and not repeat everything, but yeah. Stop being like, ooh, one last fucking match. No, just show up. Yeah. Like, Well, the one last match is what makes the money. Yeah. I get that. Yeah, as as a person with a degree in marketing that he's never used, I get that part yeah. of it. Oh, um, what a bragger. I mean, look, at, look at all these 80s bands. I'm sorry to cut you off, but Kiss, Motley Crue. Right. Uh, it goes White Snake. Kiss. Yeah, Motley Crue. <laughs> what, White Snake. White Snake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they all do it, you know. Deep Purple's been on their farewell tour for 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Terry Funk has retired 100 times. Yeah. God damn it, Stram, I never retired. So My horse like, just kept dying. You know, so it just goes to show how dumb we are as consumers because we we buy it every time. We eat it up. As a consumer, I take offense to that. <laughs> <laughs> Is it because we buy it up and all the time? Yes. <laughs> so, Chris, who would be the one asshole? You, I mean, legend, you want to see... They gotta uh, be alive, right? Score one, yeah, have to be alive. Okay. When, I, when I said that today, I'm like, someone's gonna say, like, oh, Yokozuna. I'd love to see Yokozuna. Well, one more match. Well, no, because if it was dead, it would, was the one yeah. if it was dead, it would be Owen Hart. Because yes, he got clearly. snuffed out way too early. Um, God damn it. Uh, I, this is actually hard for me because of how much of a loser I am about pro wrestling. <laughs> um, thank you. I'd be like, for you, I'd be like, it'd be Raven. Or something. I, honest to God, I was thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to go with Scotty. I'm going to go with the boss. Yeah. And give me a Raven match. Raven it would have been CM up. Punk until he came back, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Punk's been good, though. Like, yeah. I, I've liked Punk's yeah, matches. Yeah, it's been great the past few weeks. <laughs> uh, I am a push. All right. I actually, I loved, this was... Uh, did you was, watch the match? No. Okay. I, I, what I do <laughs> no one fucking watched. I love this match. Did you no, watch no. it? No. <laughs> I love the build. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The build because, like Strem says, it's ninety percent of it is glitz and glamour, and ten percent. Jeff Jarrett and uh, Lethal were good at the promo. Jarrett wasted a whole podcast pretending he hated Ric Flair. Yeah, I like that. And like Conrad was like, "Aren't you hating yourself?" In the parking lot, yeah. Lethal bringing up old stuff, yeah. and like going above and beyond. Like, hey, this is just the Crockett promotion. I'm pulling stuff from TNA. I'm pulling stuff from WWF. It's like mm-hmm. it was really good. And Karen Jarrett, anytime we get to see her, um, Karen. A, I think so. Jeff Jarrett should be like way more. Like I hope Triple H. You, is he still work for WWE? Yeah, they brought him back. I hope he uses him creatively more because that guy knows his shit. But I, I thought the build to this match, if if Jarrett could bring that to WWE, yeah. it would be a much better product. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. The one guy I'd like to see. And I think he can still do it, even though even every other week it looks like his ankle's broken. This Hulk Hogan, yeah, because like you said, he could do all he has to do is do body moves. slam and a leg drop. Yeah, all he has to do is in a boot, in a boot, and then yeah. all he has to do is lean on the rope and throw his hand. Even if he didn't do the body slam and just did the boot and the leg drop, people would still go nuts. Thank you, sir. You know, yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, we all pushed that one. So that's. that's I mean, I think if we could get one tag team to wrestle another match, it would be Beverly Brothers. Yeah. Amen. Bo and Blake. <laughs> so yeah, that was uh, that was push or squash. Push or squash. Yeah. Stram, did you prepare a hell in a sale for this week? I certainly did. Yeah. My favorite topic. I Fucking hell in a sale. We did. So, oh, as you may or may not know, uh, my friends, probably not the listeners, certainly, uh, except for Bobby Silva, who got me back into it. I got back into the collecting sports card. Yeah, well, I have a documentary to show you. Oh, yeah. Tells you how much of an idiot you are. Well, <laughs> clearly. Jim in 10 condition, gentlemen. Jim. Guys, 
There was only like a thousand Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards printed, mm. but here's fifteen thousand of them if you want one. <laughs> Well, actually, that brings up a good point, and I'll get to it. But, so what I did was I looked up on eBay Triple H-related sports cards that were specialized to, uh, you know, get a sense for the card market and what people are asking for. So the first card is a Triple H WrestleMania 32 authentic matte relic from Topps. It has a piece of the WrestleMania matte in the card. Which WrestleMania? 32 when he wrestled Daniel Bryan. Do you think it's really the color match? 30, that's 30. It's, that's 30. It's 30. Daniel Bryan? Uh, 30. Sorry, it's not 30. Uh, it wasn't Daniel Bryan. 32, I don't know who he wrestled. Undertaker? With. I don't know, probably... Uh, Roman Reigns. Whatever, it was 32. That's fine. Roman. I think it was Roman Reigns. It doesn't matter. It's very important. <laughs> it's a game to figure out how much something's worth. <laughs> so, um, it's got a piece of the mat. Now, they claim it's authentic, Matt used. I mean, the other piece is, like, they change the ring like a hundred times during the show, don't they? Do they really? No, they they, they peel years. off the canvas. Yeah, yeah. How come I've never seen that live? Because AEW doesn't do it. No, but when I've been at a show, I've never no, seen it. I've, I've been at WWE shows. You didn't notice it. Yeah. Wow. I've they seen, I've so seen them do it. Because Ring of Honor, they used to That's do it like amazing. two or three times a show. Wow. Because it would just get so Like, because of the blood and shit? Blood and sweat. and So. Yeah. Hell in a Sale. Chris Barcella, what is your guess for the WrestleMania 32 Triple H authentic Matt Relic card? Did you buy this card? I did not. No. 225 Okay. Say goodbye to my... Did. <laughs> oh, he did it! He did it! What'd you say? 225 I did. Let's say 150 150 I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. John what? Trembley says 100 bucks. It turns out Matt Relic's for the reasons we just talked about, aren't as pricey as you might think. This is going for $30. Oh, that's Jesus. not bad at all. And John Tremblay wins the round. Tremblay's very bucks. good at hell in a sale. He is. I fucking cut my nose open doing that. Never uh, done that before. Well, Chris, you just ruined the illusion. I don't know. That's 30 bucks in Biden's economy, by the way. So if this was Trump's yeah. economy, that would have been like $10. <laughs> all right. Peter. We got cards for you. They're gonna be, they're gonna be sweet. I know, Mister Tops, Mister Flair, Mister Deck. I talked to them all. We got cards, plenty of cards. It's like a New York version. Mr. Mr. Deck. It's like a Brooklyn Donald Trump. Mister Deck. All right, Mister Deck. Our second card. I love Papa John. Is a Triple H Tops Transcendent Gold Frame Card. Transcendent. Okay. Look at Chris. He's like, what is this, Christ? Fucking guy just bladed during your fucking segment. Wow. Man. It happens. Am I going to get monkey pox tonight? Oh my no, God. you're good. Sit at my dining room table? Jesus Christ. Gussie! His marker's a little <laughs> sharper than I thought. Oh my God. Oh. Flush that from the toilet. <laughs> Injury. Time out. Um, Let me, you want give a, a band-aid or something? No, we're good. Right. Up my nose? No, we're good. Beverly Brothers. <laughs> this is dying over here. Ah, all the beer. I've had worse. <laughs> <laughs> so Top's Transcendent is uh, an up, uh, upper tier card. This, they have like a gold frame around the card. There are only 25 of these made, depending on the color of them. Number 8 of 25, <laughs> Triple H autographed. Gold frame, Top's Transcendent. Gold? Is it solid gold? It's solid gold. Bullshit. I don't, I don't know. Is it, it like the small card? Pete Car- they're a regular card. All right, all right, all right. Just make sure. I'd give you twenty bucks. 
With an auto. This is autographed by him. And oh, it's, it's autographed? Number to 25. I'm sorry, I was distracted by his bloody nose. I didn't hear that part. <laughs> okay, um, autographed, I'd say $89. John Tremblay. $110. $110. Chris Barcella. $75. $75. Again, it is John Tremblay. God damn it! This is going for $360. Ah, $360. It's a low number, and it's an auto, so that... We'll tell you, and it's a big uh, name. Is it a Don Ross? Remember Don Ross cards? No. Don Ross is now Panini. Oh, yep. Like the sandwiches? Mm-hmm. How about that? And our last card. Can you eat it? <laughs> you, oh, yeah, I guess you well, could. It is Panini. <laughs> it is a Triple H Stephanie McMahon dual autograph oh. Tops Heritage from 2018. Numbered to ten. There are only ten of these made. Damn. Is number ten? I don't know what the number was, but it's number it's one ten. It could be like one of the... That's important. Because one in ten would be probably the most valuable. The bookends right? typically are. What are they are. doing on the card? They're just, just pictures of them in there. They're not doing it? They're fucking... They're not uh, banging on the card. That's Is he marrying much. her? Yeah, no. I do. No. It's like two separate pictures. Oh, they're the not even together? No. Oh, so it's photoshopped. No. Is it side by side or is it connected on the back? Side by side. It's oh. like on the same. So it's a dual panel. Dual auto, will. number to 10. Autographs? Dual auto. Dual autograph. $250. $250 is the guess from John Tremblay. I mean, if a Triple H by itself with a higher number of cards, it was like three something. Mm-hmm. A dual auto, and there's only 10 of them. I'm going to say this is like 475. 475? I'm going to say the broad brings the value down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, 249. 249. This, the correct answer, is $744. Oh, my God. Chris Marcella. Jimmy 10 edition, gentlemen. Damn. Of course, John Tremblay. Chris was like, I was going to buy this today, actually. I saw this on Facebook. Look at these baseball cards. <laughs> <laughs> Tremley, you won the belt. Tremley Congratulations! The belt. <laughs> <laughs> wrong, sorry, wrong trivia cut. Wrong game. Oh, wrong trivia cut. I feel like this should just be the show, the trivia and the Trisha squash. Who cares about us? Who the fuck cares about our Rushmores? Well, you know, we get I can't, wrestling I trivia. I can't change the name of the show to Four Assholes Say Pusher Squash and Hell on a Sale. Let's call it Pusher Squash permanently. Yeah, right? Pusher Squash. Be like, I made a belt. I can't. I, right, right, right. Yeah, look at uh, his. <laughs> I know. Nobody cares but me, which will be evident by our next segment. <laughs> what a segue. Oh, man. For the. Talk about. Putting the value of a title down already before this is like the twenty four seven title of this is, fucking this is podcast. Like the, this is like the trio's title. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is the like North Atlantic Championship. <laughs> I've got more this trivia questions than any of you are going to be willing to answer, but this we'll go. The quick. Owen Hart Invitational of no. belts. <laughs> I knew I was wasting my time with this. That's all right. Go on. We all right. Love it. You know what? They, I would call them the dust collector. Like they have the big gold belt, the wing Diego. This is the dust collector. No, no. I've changed my mind. It's the blue cares. This is the, no, this is the five chins. I call hey, the five hey, chins. Hey, who cares? Blue, who cares? Blue cares is actually pretty funny. Um, so we're going to crown... Uh, with this belt, you get a free uh, quarter... Uh, quarter... Uh, you have any container full of pepper. Do you have any more pepper? And a used pizza cutter. <laughs> and a nosebleed napkin. I'm going to throw that out. I will. All right. Got a cup, I've got a, a small right. stack of trivia questions here for you. They're WrestleMania-based. The early WrestleManias. Ooh, 
like one point for each correct question, though whoever gets the most points will be the first champion. This is WrestleMania 1. WrestleMania 1. Mike Tyson. Write down your answer. Okay. What future terrorizer of children lost to Ricky Steamboat at WrestleMania 1? I have to write this? You have to write the answer. You don't need to write out the question. I don't remember, but I want to guess. Terrorizer of children. Everybody got their answers locked in? Yeah. All right, let me see. Executioner, Snooker. I don't have an answer. You don't have an answer? It was Matt Bourne, oh. the future Doink the Clown. I'll give you a secret. Never watched WrestleMania 1 besides wow. the Wow. It's overrated. I can't, I can't get over the quality. I thought you meant right. like an actual like diddler. I thought no, yeah, no, I was like, no. Okay. I was being I coy. I didn't want to be like, what future clown? Mm. Um, question two. One point for each correct answer. There's three answers. What three cities hosted WrestleMania 2? And I'm not being a dick. Um, I'll, I'll explain when I see the answers. Locked I in, got, locked I in. Two. All right, we got New York, L.A., Chicago, L.A., New York slash Long Island, L.A., Chicago, New York. Yep. So what I meant by not being a dick, technically it was in Uniondale, New York, but it was New York, Los Angeles, and Rosemont, Chicago. So two. Chicago. So two, three. You got three and three. All right. So Pete's got two. John's got two. Uh, three. Excuse me. And Strem's got three. WrestleMania three. This is. Been said a million times. So the, to the nearest thousand, what was the attendance of WrestleMania 3? Bonus point if you get it exactly right. Not the Meltzer attendance. No, no. 93,173. Strem, that's that that two points for you. Wow. Did I get it exactly right? You got it exactly right. Wow. That was, wow. That's pretty good. All right. What a dork. <laughs> so in the... In the Full show long, WrestleMania 14, 14 man, mm. excuse me, WrestleMania 4, 14 man world title tournament. How many buys were awarded in total? There was some DQs, there was a whole bunch of shit. How many buys were awarded in total? Uh, this was without injury? Without injury, a buy is, was awarded for different reasons this in the tournament. Four? four? WrestleMania 4, yep. the 14 man tournament. I got John's got one, Strem's got three, Pete's got four. Pete is correct. Wow. Andre and Hogan I love both. That WrestleMania. Andre and Hogan both got a buy out oh, of the first I round. The one. Okay. DiBiase got a buy because of their double disqualification, yep. and the one man gang got a buy because Jake the Snake and Rick Rude went to the fifteen minute time I limit draw. I should have known that. I should have known. I counted their one match as one. Mm. Well, but they both received the buy. That's because there's one buy for the both of them. WrestleMania 5. Ah. Who performed the WrestleMania rap? Oh, yeah. WrestleMania! WrestleMania! That's all they did. It's, it's good. Uh, you need to sing each time you read a question because you got to fill the time. Now, you don't have a question. another question about WrestleMania 5, do you? I may. Okay. All right, never mind. I have no idea. <laughs> That's all right. I have no idea. I just appreciate that you guys are taking this seriously. Run DMC is the correct wow. answer. So I was thinking wrestler. I think it would be great if you read the wrong answers as well. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Pete couldn't come up with an answer. And John... You didn't come up with a funny I, answer? I thought I was a wrestler, so I was like... John answered slick, that? which is kind of great. Uh-huh. Uh, WrestleMania 6. 
who returned after a nearly year-long absence as Dusty Rhodes and Sweet Sapphire's crown jewel to manage them against Macho Man Randy Savage and Queen Sherry. The crown jewel! This is a layup, boys. I don't remember. No goodness. Think about who he's wrestling. Who is he wrestling? King Macho Man and Sensational Sheriff. Oh, oops. Oh yeah. Pete, do you have an answer locked in? I I had it wrong. So Pete answered Hacksaw. John and Justin (laughs) correctly answered (laughs) Miss Elizabeth. I didn't think of that. Yeah. All right. I'm wrestler. Current scores. Pete's got three, John's got four, and Strem has seven. I actually don't seven. watch wrestling, guys. I got to <laughs> WrestleMania, almost done. This is going quick. I am enjoying this. And you guys are taking... more questions to go. Yeah. <laughs> We're halfway done. WrestleMania 7. The famous Undertaker streak started at this event. Who was his first victim? Who did he defeat at WrestleMania 7 to start the streak? And go one and oh. I should know. Oops, I know this one. Hold on. This was back when he was K the Undertaker. We got Jimmy Snooker, Jimmy Snooker, Jimmy Snooker. That's one point for everybody. He didn't. Yes. Brother. Allegedly. Oh, she fell out of the car, brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Rock bought my daughter a house, brother. So all again. Whatever you do. All these questions. All these questions are in um, are in relation to the first ten WrestleManias, just for time frame purposes. Uh, he told us that we were studying. Question yeah. number eight: True or false? WrestleMania eight is um, the only time Hogan neither entered or left WrestleMania as the WWF champion. Under the first ten. Within the first ten. Within the first ten. The first ten. WrestleMania is one through ten. Eight is the only time he neither entered or left as champion. All right, there, there we go. False is correct. Uh, WrestleMania 10. WrestleMania 4. WrestleMania 4, brother. Oh, WrestleMania 10 as well, because he didn't compete at WrestleMania right. 10. So, so there you go. That's why I had to clarify. Teacher, teacher, you didn't give teacher, us any homework. Teacher, WrestleMania 9. Who debuted as Shawn Michaels' manager versus Tatanka? All right, let's see it. Cool. The coach, Sensational Sherry. I can't. I can. Sherry Swim. Sherry Swim. It was Luna Vachon. Oh, oh shit! Damn it! I should have known that. Fuck! So I forgot about done. Luna Vachon. I'm pissed. I, I love Luna. Oh, how did I fucking get that wrong? That's bad. All right, we're in the home stretch. I was Strem is like, in the lead. Sherry was already around. Yeah, obviously. no, it was definitely. So she, Sherry, was actually in Tatanka's corner, and Luna oh, beat the shit out of her. That's right. <laughs> And then, like, it was like they, their big asses were, like, all over oh, the place. Oh, yeah. That was great. Fish all right. Fish Question fish 10. Like you read about. Yep. WrestleMania 10. <laughs> like you read about the news. Who was the guest referee in the Lex Luger Yokozuna championship match at WrestleMania 10? Lex Luger Yokozuna. There's two guest referees that night for this match Lex Luger versus Yokozuna. Oh, my God. Oh. It was a future Hall of Famer. I'll give you a hint. Chuck Norris is not in the Hall of Fame. I think I got the Bret Hart one. 
Can I get a guess again? You can get a guess again, Pete. I'll give it to you. I haven't seen anyone else's know. answers yet. Um, it wasn't Chuck Norris. Former Hall of, future Hall of Famer and professional wrestler. I got one answer and I got two answers in. We got Piper, John Studd, and Mr. Perfect. Pete is correct. It was oh, Mr. Wow. Perfect. Oh, nice Piper. Oh, oh, you got it right on the third fucking try. Oh, <laughs> but I still got it right. He wrote Chuck I Norris. I gave him a deal. All right. I should have got that one. Home I stretch. I shouldn't even get a point for that. You can take it away. No, it's fine. No, I mean, you're, you're tied for last place. All right, that. so that's good. <laughs> um, all right. Here we go. Question 11. Who won the first title change of any kind in WrestleMania history? This is multiple choice. A, Hulk Hogan. B, the British Bulldogs. C, Wendy Richter. Or D, Nikolai Volkov in the Iron Sheik. Everyone answered D. Everyone's correct. Wow. It was Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. They beat Bray Wyatt's dad and uncle. That's right. Barry Windham and Michael Tucker. The greatest bow. What was the name of the tag team? U.S. Express. Oh, yeah. All right. For one point each, this is going to give Pete, uh, Pete and John a chance to catch up. List Macho Man Randy Savage's four WrestleMania four opponents. The four oh, men he defeated in yeah. the tournament to become the WWF champion. Oh. You get one point each, so if you can't come up with all of them... You got a chance to score some points. In the meantime, how about that Topps Transcendent Gold Plated Auto? Uh, I'm going to try to get it, actually. I'm going to yeah, go buy it out. With my new uh, laptop. Mm. I'm actually going to buy, like, Zoo Tycoon and just buy it. Jesus. I, only I have, love this mania, but I can't remember who we found. I have three out of the four, I believe. I don't think I have any uh, of them. Maybe one. But, you yeah. should all get who we beat in the finals. Yeah. Um, so. Anybody need more time? I, I can only give think of two. Locking in, locking in. All right, so the correct answers were Butch Reed, Greg Valentine, One Man Gang, and Ted DiBiase. Strem's got all four. Damn. Pete, uh, John's got two, and Pete's one. got one. I think I missed. Hold on. Hold on. I said Valentine. Yeah, I Valentine, Reed, Gang, and DiBiase. Oh, wow, wow. So four for Strem, two for John, and one DiBiase for Pete. the finals. Well, that's why I remember him. Oh, I thought you said I didn't remember him. No, right. that's the only one I remembered. Who won the famous... WrestleMania three Intercontinental title match that is widely known as the oh, greatest yeah. match of all time. Who won? Not who was in the match. Who won? Well, we just talked about him earlier if you have paid attention. I think he was 55 at the time. <laughs> Ricky Steamboat, everyone's got it. You know what you should do is like the Howard Stern private parts where he's like, you have to read your answer. That'd be oh, yeah. cool, but funny little things. Mr. 53 himself, Ricky Steamboat. I don't know I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, Beetle, I used to watch Beetlejuice. I, I, don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. I, I want to know him. Alright, for best. two points. What arena is the only to host back-to-back WrestleManias? That's for one point. And if you can name the two WrestleManias it hosted, you get an additional point. It that, is, that belt, which you two have besmirched, is as good as mine. It was not only <laughs> the greatest WrestleMania of all Look time, but it also 
propelled me to the White House. And we all got there. You don't even know. You don't even know what's coming your way next. 2024. Really what I thought was cool though, in five, they made it look better. Yeah, it looked like completely they made, different. Yeah, in four, it looked like it was a shed. What do you mean? And then five, it looked like they made it look like, I don't know, more. It was the greatest place <laughs> you've ever <laughs> seen. That's a good Trump. Alright, final question. I know. Going into the final question, it's Pete with 11, John with 12, Strum with 17. Wow, it's a blowout, Gorilla. But there's an opportunity. Well, hold on. Why don't we. Raise the stakes for the last question. Risk. The guy oh, in the lead needs to sweat, no, 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 no. sweat a little bit. Jeopardy. Risk your points. Yeah. There, there's an opportunity oh, yeah, yeah. for 10 that. points Let's in this question. Okay, okay. I like to risk 12. I like John's idea better. I can plan for that next time. I, yeah. I wrote out the questions in a specific way. And then he would have to assign a grade, oh, oh. a percentage... To the yeah, because if I get seven out of ten, you get ten out of ten. So in the Undertaker's twenty-plus WrestleMania victories, yes. he defeated ten eventual Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. Triple H only counts as one, not three. So ten different people that are now on the Hall of Fame for one point each. List as many as you can. All right, you're gonna have to fill the time here. Tell, tell a story about uh, Undertaker's streak. Uh, Undertaker's Hall of streak. Famers. Yes. People in the Hall of Fame. Does CM Punk have a Hall of Fame? No. (laughs) Listen up, McMahon. If I were there, I would have beaten The Undertaker. There wouldn't have been a streak. But Hulk Hogan wouldn't allow me to wrestle. I think this guy is in the Hall of Fame. Flame. (laughs) I've got conspiracies. The moon landing was fake. I know all about it. Wow. Who are you, Owen Wilson? Wow. 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 We got answers, guys. Wow. Uh, I've got conspiracies. Lee Harvey Oswald was assassinated for trying to steal the Jack Ruby. It happened. Oh, I guess he's... Some of these guys are still active that I'm thinking about. Um, Stanley Kubrick directed the moon landing. I was there. And he planned the JFK assassination. I, I just need one more. Kennedy, Kubrick, 2K last I, names. I'm on the fence if he even is a Hall of Fame, but I think he is. 2K last names? Are you kidding me? Not a coincidence. <laughs> Vince McMahon runs a cult. You're all sheep with the frog people. Locked in? Yeah. All right. Pete, you're locked in? I'm missing one, but it's okay. All right. We've got... All right, so let's see. Pete's got HBK, Triple H, Ric Flair, Giant Gonzalez, <laughs> Snooker, Big Boss Man, Sid, Edge, and Batista. So technically Pete's got seven and a half. I'll make it eight. Batista's been announced for the Hall of Fame, but he hasn't been inducted yet. Really? Yes. I thought he was inducted. No. John's got Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Jimmy Snooker, Ric Flair, Kane, Big Boss Man, oh, Edge, Batista's Dick, and Sid. So you've got eight. Eight and a half. I'm not giving you the half. How did I forget Kane? And Strem, you've got Triple H, HBK, Jimmy Snooker, Jake Roberts, Ric Flair, oh, Batista, Stone Cold, and Bret Hart. So Strem got 
five and a half. Wait, Taker fought Bret Hart at Mania? He didn't. Oh, okay. So the ten are Jimmy Snuka, Jake Roberts, Kevin Nash, Kane, Big Boss Man, Triple H, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, Mark Henry, and Edge. Wait, Edge faced Nash at Mania. You're right. WrestleMania 12. No, 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 you're right, you're right. He faced Diesel. Oh, fuck my ass. You didn't say Diesel either. I will not fuck your ass, it's Bucky Bucks. He did fight Diesel at Mania. WrestleMania 12. I remember that. Yeah, it was a great match. I remember him flipping the ref off at the ramp. Yeah, that was good. So, on his way into the ring, right in the camera, he goes, I'm the fucking shit and you know it. It was right on the Coliseum Home Video release. I loved it. All right, um, John, I'll give you I the point sworn, five. I, Batista's not inducted yet? No. Wow. But you all said Batista, so you all got the point. I was proud of remembering Edge Batista's and Batista. All right, Edge final score. Pete, 19. John, 20.5. You got half a point for Batista's dick. And Strem, <laughs> 23. This your, actually pretty fun. Your new... First time Rushmore Wrestling Champion. I want to say, look at that title. Looks beautiful. Have years of besmirching ah. this belt. Wow. When you when you want to be number one, the only way you get to be number one is to stay number one. Well, or something like that. Something like that, like Ric Flair. Well, thank you. Uh, oh. It's an honor to hold. Hold on, I get you. This. Hold on, let's take another title. Hold that hold title hold high. Hold up, you mother. Yeah, we got it. We got it. I'm putting it on right now. Yeah, baby. Well, thank you, Chris, for putting together such a great. I've got our. I've got next episode's trivia contest yeah. ready to go. It's going to be all about yeah. stables right, and factions. We'll get to it next year. Do some homework. <laughs> Hopefully, we won't record our next episode in August of 2023. I think what's uh, what's tough for you probably is uh, you coming want... up with stuff that. People know that, like, humans yeah. with lives and wives know that uh, not psychos like me know? Choice. I wasn't going to put it that way. You were going to put it nicely. <laughs> well, I was going to say the, the degree of difficulty, but I think you did a good job on that one. Thank that you. was good. Great job. Great job. I Great think job. we should be able to risk our points in the future. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm open to... And if we run our answers, it would be hilarious. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm open to changing it up. Um, I figure if, if I'm the... Game maker every time. It'll be a little more fair. This belt uh, doesn't fit you, you fat, <laughs> fat bastard. Yeah. So the next, the next quiz is all about uh, people who have been in factions together and different the names of factions and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, this has been Rushmore Championship Trivia Contest. Our first champion, Justin Strem. What I'd like to have right now. Is for all of you out of shape, Methuen sweat hogs. <laughs> Keep the noise down. Gussie! Gussie's here? I'm just yelling for she's, Gussie. She's probably scared of Chris's loud voice. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm a loud boy. Alright, is it is it time to get to Is it time to get to the list? Let's fucking do it. I'm, I'm winging my list. Yeah. Alright. So the top four He's been very busy. <laughs> I, yeah, I had plenty of time to prep, but I was like, ah, it's Triple H. How hard can it be? The top four Triple H matches or moments. The brand new head of creative. God bless. EVP. He's for the now. man for now. Until Vince fires him. God damn it, I'm the majority <laughs> stockholder. I don't like who's in charge. That's true. That's true. All right, uh, Pete, you want to start yeah. us off? Um, Pete, who's your first pick? The Tank. The Tank with DX. 
going to WCW, I mean, it, it should probably be not my number one, but I'm going to go with my first one as being the tank. It's a memorable moment. I mean, what else can you say about it? Even, even the Bullet Club tried to copy it. WCW, open the door. That's right. Said that. Yep. that was actually pretty sweet. Watching that live as a kid, like, that was the first time you really felt like it was like, wow, is this real? Is this like... And it was the first time, like, WWF seemed to be punching back a bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Yep. Like, I'm sure Vince probably had a rule, like, don't talk about it that much. And then, <laughs> then he sends a friggin' tank. <laughs> well, I think he finally had this group of misfits, which was the Click. Yeah. That, it's funny how the Click changed the business in both companies, the really, if you think about it, right? Okay. They're amazing. They're kind of, like, um, responsible for this whole thing we love now, I mean, during our ages, when we were into it. But, uh... Yeah, like, these guys just did whatever the hell they wanted, and it worked, and it was awesome. Don't say anything about the WCW wrestling. WCW. Don't call them. I love the tank segments. It was one of my favorite fucking things they ever did. And I'm going to say something unpopular, but it's I think it's true. Triple H's DX is better than Michael's DX all day long. I think, I think uh, my list will prove that. I yeah. still think the original DX, Triple H, Sean, and Hunter. They had a good year. But it was different, but yeah. he if, took it to the next. If thing. he didn't, if he didn't have to retire, this is another another topic for another day. If he didn't have to retire, I think they would have brought in the Outlaws, and it would have grown. But yeah. Sean still would have been there. I um, just think, it but was, I don't think Triple H would have been elevated. You so have I, a guy I, like Triple H who wasn't like fully fledged out yet. He was right. still coming into his own, and the fact that he took the ball and ran with it and made it what it was, and yeah, he took the ball and ran with it. He didn't take his ball and go home, Sasha. Or he didn't smiled. take his ball and go to the beach, Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hear that? Yeah. Because you're going to listen. <laughs> yeah, bring it back to Naomi. I can't wait until Sasha makes emails Chris. Chris, Chris Pian. Uh, I'm the fun. boss, and I don't appreciate that fat tub of lard with suspenders telling me what to think. There was no I'm video. I can fucking hey, hey, tell. You weren't wearing suspenders. <laughs> Listen, Mercedes, I used to pay $5 to see you wrestle in front of 30 people in Lowell. Don't give me any shit. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say, say that. <laughs> Ew, is your nose bleeding? <laughs> Not anymore. Oh, John, uh, what do you got? In the same vein as Pete. Um, it was uh, the night after WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels loses to um, Stone Cold. And Bullshit, like, fast count. We, for some reason, we all knew that Shawn Michaels was leaving. Yeah, you knew that yeah. was, his attitude that whole weekend was just but, piss uh, poor. Fucking <laughs> Bullshit, that fast Raw count, was Mike Tyson. By, even right. when he refused to come out during that... Uh, Rally. The workout. Yeah. Well, people just throw batteries in this. Yeah, you get hit in the head with a battery in Faneuil uh, Hall. But bringing X-Pac out and reforming DX, like that's the spark, that's the night the elbow is doing, but X-Pac first, and just saying, you know, people are wondering where this is all going, and uh, what did he say, Chris? When you, when, when your back's against the wall, you look to the click, and out comes X-Pac, and X-Pac cuts a promo about... Oh, I'll cut his back! X-Pac cuts a promo about, you know, Hulk Hogan better not stop short or else Eric Bischoff will be right up his ass. Know what he had for breakfast. Yeah, oh yeah. I just think that was a great moment. And uh, I, I know because of kid I popped. And that was great. I actually didn't see that live. How you guys see? So wait, that was about Triple H? <laughs> yeah, well, it, it, Triple H reforms DX. Uh, oh, gotcha. re- rebuilds DX the night after WrestleMania. Gotcha. Okay. Stream? 
By the way, Gussie's just sitting here listening uh, to us podcast the whole time. Who Gussie? Gussie's a good little cat. She's a sweetheart, that Gussie. I am going to go with Royal Rumble 2000, the street fight against Mick Foley, and it just gives me a chance to talk about... It was really the whole feud, right? Such a good fucking match. And Made my list. Yeah, and it's... Uh, I'll let you talk to the match more, but I just want to talk about the promo where Triple H had beaten the hell out of Mankind... And so he's literally walking down the ramp, and he's like, I'm, I'm not ready to face you, but I think the fans deserve a substitute. I think we've talked about this promo on the, on the old show. But the, the fans deserve a substitute in that match, and then he rips his mask off and rips his shirt off, and he's going to cack this Jack shirt on. And then Triple H does the whole face, sh- like he like craps his pants type thing. Afraid of, afraid of Cactus afraid Jack? Afraid of Cactus Jack. And then they, they actually follow that up with a... A uh, no way out Hell in a Cell match in February. It also kind of kicks off the McMahon Helmsley era, which was a uh, you know a great tandem, uh, which is now back around apparently. But I'll I'll go with that. It's cap. It, you know the whole the the peak of that whole thing was the street fight at the Royal Rumble. You know, when he won the WWF Championship. It was on my list, but I was looking at it because I remember it as a kid. Uh, the King of the Ring match they had the finals and I thought it was in my mind when I was a kid I thought it was a great match like his, his mask could get stuck in the ropes mm-hmm. get hit with the scepter then I watched it and I said it's not that good <laughs> but, uh, but it's it funny think looking back like a lot of it was Mick Foley and Triple H like they kind of meshed yeah no it was uh, they were perfect for each other good chemistry yeah yeah, that match specifically made my list. It was fucking brutal. Yeah. I think I think Stephanie took a pedigree in the thumbtack, so she almost did, wow. if memory serves me correctly. Um, Triple H. Oh, Gussie! There she is. Uh, girl the first Gussie. feline of, of Rushmore. Actually, no, the second feline. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sid would be the first feline of Rushmore wrestling. Jack's an <laughs> asshole. Jack's an asshole. Um, uh, Triple H went through one of those a wooden pallet. <laughs> And it stuck into his leg, and he was gigged oh, the hard way. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that, about that. That Royal Rumble match for the belt at MSG was that so good. Fuck you, Gussie! Pete, your next uh, item. Um, my next Triple H moment that I liked was the ladder match he had for the Intercontinental title with The Rock. Yeah. SummerSlam '99, I believe. Yeah. Purple Great Trunks. Match. Great match. Great. And that was when they were still like up and coming, you know. Yeah, like he wasn't Triple H at the time yet, you know. Yeah, that's a good one because they were sort of both still coming into their own. I think that was basically their breakthrough. Did yeah. he just come back from a knee injury, or, or did, did he get hurt? Or did it start? Started? Yeah, right? I don't it remember. Started the knee injury because I think yeah. he was cutting promos on like weird spots. Maybe did that. That was a great match, though. Another <laughs> Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I would have helped. Gussie. Sorry, folks. Gussie, she has entered the room. All right. Jonathan. Uh, oh, me. Um, now, my first one was Triple H reforms DX. My next one is Triple H reforms and breaks up DX in the same moment. When he uh, brought Shawn Michaels out, and there was a big DX reuniting. They were in the ring, and then Triple H just absolutely turns on him, pedigrees him, and starts the summer slam match feud of Shawn, Mike, uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H, which led to a great match. Great street fight match, but Shawn Michaels says I can only do with Triple H. Shawn only trusted him uh, four years after he left. 
Um, so it'll be the promo where Triple H turns on Shawn Michaels to end DX for the first time. The second time. Yeah. Well, don't worry, they'll be back. Just like uh, <laughs> it won't be that long. Probably running raw next week. Yeah, they go sell glow sticks and shit. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it was a good one. Strumming time. Um, I'm gonna go slightly out of chronological order because I'm sure the other pieces are on uh, other lists. So I'm gonna go jump to February of 2003 when Triple H founds Evolution. Mm. Where, where were they hiding? He <laughs> fucking home run, Chippa. <laughs> I didn't know he was fucking lost. Excuse me, when he found him. Well, it, this was Triple H was the champ, like the long reigning champ at the time. After he founded Evolution, it was with Flair, Batista, and Orton. And in my opinion, that was what his most dominant streak. And then he also gave the rub to Orton and Batista, who then went to have multiple. Title Dicks. runs. Oh. Uh, Evolution was the modern day Four Horsemen. We went and saw that house show, Parcella, if you remember that. I do. When uh, they had split up into two groups. Um, but it really gave, you know, it was a you know, three year storyline related to that. And it was, uh, you know, to your point about factions, a, a pretty legendary group to put together. Talk about four all time greats. Um, so, you know, it just gave him. A different direction to go from DX and Stephanie and things like that. I agree. It was absolutely great. Evolution was awesome. Um, How big is Batista's dick? I'm not sure. Pretty big. So, the SummerSlam 2002 match, the match itself is on my list. The comeback of the greatest wrestler of all time. (laughs) Bar none. No, I said the greatest wrestler of all time. Oh, all time. All time. Not the time. Not a year and a half and then, ooh, I get a headache. This match is on my list as well. Fuck him. Um, I'm only bringing up now because John already mentioned it. Did Triple it. H uh, ever fight Bret Hart? Yeah, yeah. And he put him, and he put Bret over too. Well, it was a good match. Well, Bret was already over. Yeah, but <laughs> but to, to dispel the the click never lost to Bret and no and it, Triple H didn't put. It's funny how time. He's so cute. <laughs> when Triple H was in and like the the last match he where he won the won the rumble with the belt and then put Roman over again. Um, it's just like at that time we're like fuck this guy yeah he is like ruining and then just wait a few more years that NXT takes off uh, and then you look back and you go hey this guy actually it's fucking awesome I think his, in real life he's a really good guy his too. WrestleMania win loss record like he, he's is terrible yeah I think Sean's is too they, yeah the two, two of the greatest WrestleMania performers of all time have terrible records just goes to show the like, but he went long once and he caused 10 jobbers a payday at Wrestlemania 10 so we don't yeah. talk about it Brett wrestled twice and wrestled for like 45 minutes but it was the latter match that was the problem fuck Bret Hart but the SummerSlam 2002 no holds barred match the next one up was fucking awesome I loved it it was a great way to bring Sean back um, the last man standing match was good too uh, the Armageddon 2002 I think yeah I've never watched the Shawn Michaels in the jeans match Really? Yeah, we might be better off watching that instead of Dynamite. Yeah, watch, it's not I, I long. I would watch it. Yeah. It's not a long... Actually, we could watch both. It's not a long match. Right now, I just put Dynamite on silent, and it's Orange Cassidy. Okay. Yeah. Getting beat up by that fake uh, Indian tall guy. Uh, fake Kali. Uh, fake Kali. So. Pete, your next uh, item. So, continue the evolution stuff. Uh, the moment he did the 
thumbs down. That's yeah. All, that was iconic. That's yeah. Bad. And that was, like, one of the best turn... Like, that whole angle was awesome. Like, you had this faction he built with these guys. You had the, the legend with Flair. You had these two up-and-comers. It was just perfectly told. And Triple H... Again, to have two factions that were so dominant, yeah. and him leading them both, and just not just because it was forced that way, but it was just so good. Mm. Perfect. Uh, it was forced. But, <laughs> yeah. but I, I thought that was that was a mileage. Yeah, just the and imagery, just right? Think, he knows how to bring a faction together, he also knows how to rip one apart, yeah. and it's like, just I'm sitting there and I'm like, why did he do it? Yeah. He just wanted the world title. Yeah, yeah, and he was jealous of Randy Orton. Exactly. Great storytelling. Yeah. Right, he probably was in real life too, but who cares? And then, yeah. and then, like the long range storytelling, and then when Batista turns on him, yeah, he he flips the thumbs down. Yeah, you know it was he, just so good. The whole thing was awesome. Yep, it was really great. And I like that they never fucked around. They never added people. Yeah, they never replaced. people. Yeah, it really could like it taught. It could t- it could have taught WCW a few things, right? Like it's just yeah. they knew that moment. They knew when to cut it. Yes, you absolutely. Know, um, it was good. Cut that. <laughs> Delete that. So that was on your list as well? That was on my list as well. All right. Justin. Well, we talked about SummerSlam 02, so I only have one left. And I'm going to say, also in February, it was the launch of NXT in February of 2010. Because I think it really changed uh, his trajectory with the company. And it became a legit extra brand for them. And I think it's the reason that he is in the spot that he is in today. He loved NXT. I remember he used to wear like the patch, like the NXT patch for the regular shows. And um, I actually saw a clip one time of him going to see like, there was this group of NXT fans that would go to this random bar. And he just popped in one time to go meet. There was probably like 20 people. That's cool. And he just showed up randomly. Like... Like, like their NXT after party or whatever. Yeah, and it was like he was just like the proud dad of that show. He was like the da- he was like Dana White. Yeah, like he loves UFC. Yep, Triple H loves NXT. Yep, and he was given the reins to it, uh, came up with it, and really is like, you know, there's a lot of hardcore NXT fans out there, and it, it's way better than uh, what was it FCW and OVW yep. and all that. And stuff. NXT 2.0. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think it, but it. It it was his transition into uh, the exec the executive role. That's a great point. My next one. Uh, I went three matches in one moment, so my moment's going to be my number one thing. My my third item on my list is the end of an era match. WrestleMania twenty eight. Oh, yeah. Hell in a Cell. Is Undertaker. Error or error? Error. E R A. Earned run asshole. Undertaker versus Triple H with Shawn Michaels as the referee. Hell in a cell. Amazing storytelling. That was actually going to be my number one, but I have other ones I could pick, so I'm going to pick something else. Yeah, yeah. I, I love this match. It, it should have been the end of an era. Then they had to go fucking blow it and do a blood money tag match. And Triple H <laughs> uh, tore his peck and Shawn was bald and <laughs> Kane couldn't breathe. It was fucking terrible. But this should have been this should have been how all three of them went out hey, as yeah. on-screen you characters. Know, that match yeah. bought Tennessee, Knoxville, a brand new school. I'm sure it did. Uh, the three of them at the end, you know, propping 
each yeah. other up and waving goodbye to the crowd. It was before Sean went ball. Think about Taker killed it in three years in a row. I mean, thanks to Triple HBK and Triple H. I'd say five years in a row. Well, yeah, but those three years really, I think, were the best. He had two against Sean. The Punk match was just okay. Let's not keep giving Punk credit. Two against Sean, two against Hunter, one against Punk. I think those five yeah, matches. I think the Punk match. I think the Edge match was better than the Punk match. I like the Brock match. Yeah, I do too. Uh, honestly, it was actually good because it was realistic. You Can we talk about an ambulance here? Yeah. Can we talk about real quick sidebar about how the streak kind of sucked for a while? Jake, Giant Gonzalez, <laughs> Snooker. Hey, yeah, but it wasn't really a streak back then. I know, but if you think about it, it's like he's twenty-one and zero. Yeah, he beat A Train. You know what's underrated? Chris. The first Triple H Undertaker match. It was an honorable really mention for me. Really good match. Save it for a future episode. Why the streak sucked? The, the Rushmore special edition. The, the four, the Rushmore of, of, of streak sucktitude, we'll call it. Okay. I'll, I'll save my sidebar, even though I said the whole thing. Yeah. Pete, <laughs> your number one. Um, my number one isn't a match, but it was everything that led up to, but excluding the main event, which sucked, the feud with Jericho. Okay. Title in between with Stephanie. WrestleMania 18. Yeah. yeah I, I really liked watching SmackDown back then because it was all Jericho and Triple H and yeah. Stephanie. And Jericho and Stephanie had a really good chemistry. Triple H was kind of hurt most of that feud, but the stuff he was involved in was really good. And he was like a likable. Well, he was a bad guy at first, and then he turned. He became face afterwards. But I just liked that whole build up. But the match itself was a letdown. But I think that was also more because. And had to follow Rock Hogan. Dwayne and Hulk. Right? But yeah. that whole build-up with Jericho and Stephanie, that was awesome. I like that. Yeah, that was awesome. He, it was coming back from the quad injury. Yeah. Um, okay. Winning the Royal Like, it was, was the oh, first I'm going to steal your girl, but it wasn't done in a cheesy way like it's always done so many times. Right. Like, it was creative. And Stephanie was using Jericho as much as Jericho was using Stephanie. Right. So they did like, like a fake pregnancy and re- to renew the yeah. vows and Triple H yeah. pedigreed Stephanie. I'm honestly surprised no one picked the drive through wedding when yeah. he had Stephanie unconscious. Uh, I still have another choice. Oh, 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 I'm so, so sorry. So, Michael, Mike and... <laughs> Did I just give you that idea? <laughs> Mike, Mike and Rachel are... Uh, I have my research. <laughs> Mike and Rachel are going to Vegas in the fall and they were talking about renewing their vows. I was like, you should go to the Little White Wedding Chapel with yeah. Triple H. It's a drive through that's a real place. Uh, John, you're number one. My number one uh, piggybacks that is when Stephanie and Triple A. No. The uh, <laughs> comeback in the 2002 Rumble. Mm-hmm. I love a nice Rumble comeback. Yeah. I know he came back to Raw before, but still. Yeah. A year later, when he entered the Rumble, he him and Austin, they picked up right where they left off. Mm-hmm. It was like the two man power trip, and they started, go, they started clearing the ring, and it was, mm-hmm. it was cool. That's awesome. And then he won, and people went fucking crazy. Yep. Back then, he was. Man. Yeah, it's the game, as they say. And that led to his Jericho feud and everything. Yep. Yada, yada, yada. That's, that's, it. that's it. I'm etching that on the mountain. This was a really easy, but it was good because there's so many things you could have picked. And because we made it moments and or matches. Yeah, I just that's so why easy. I kind of just wanted to pick what came to my mind because I felt they would be more genuine. Yeah. Unlike these guys who did their research. Yeah, I didn't do any research. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a fucking so easy. Pete started his research five minutes ago. <laughs> that's right. Justin, you're number one. I already talked about it. I'm we sorry, talked about the 2002. I'll just run through my list again. The, or do you have um, any honorable mentions you want to throw out there? Um... No. No. Okay. <laughs> mine, so, mine would have been the drive-through wedding. Um, just like Strem said, like building NXT and like just uh, being a guy that all these young people and indie talents like respect. Like 
he he has his people. So you know, yeah. What, do you what mean? I will say. What is, do you mean his people? <laughs> well, well, I will say. I was going to jokingly say getting squashed by Warrior at WrestleMania twelve. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was a huge moment for Taking him. Taking it like a it champ. Was. And you know what? He Kurt. took his lumps. He what was the curtain bad... call? Yeah, he was, was in the curtain. I still call. have, I still have one to go. Oh, Pete. okay, I was oh, sorry, Chris. But he, he, he <laughs> took he his on. lumps. Like it wasn't like he was handed the key. He wasn't like Goldberg or somebody yeah. like that. Yeah. He really had to put yeah. his time in. And really, think about how really many that, that boss's daughter. Think about the balls it takes to marry the boss's daughter and that boss in particular. Yeah. yeah. And to be able to survive in that family and be like, well, Pete, my boss's daughter is like five, so I can't do that. That'd be illegal. And either, either that or deliver, uh, you know, Papaginos for the North Shore. <laughs> Cut all the pizzas. So WrestleMania 12, Warrior changed that finish in the ring. He said, pedigree me, ki- I'm kicking out, hitting my finish. Really? So oh, was it that? supposed to be Triple H going was supposed, over? No, it was, Warrior was supposed to win, but it was supposed it to be was like to be a 10-minute match. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be 45 seconds or whatever it was, a squash. But honestly, I love stuff like that. Right. It's great. But to uh, Triple H's credit, he just... Listen to the veteran, and yeah. he's like, that's what he told me to do. Yeah. Uh, my number one is the curtain call. Wow. The biggest, one of the biggest moments in wrestling history. It exposed the business to the people who were kidding themselves and denying it. Um, you. <laughs> no, not me. Oh, my God. Damn you. You've been lying to me. But, I mean, it, it changed everything. It, it broke down... So many different things that a lot of people to be like, yeah, it's all bullshit, but it's fun. Yeah, Let's just enjoy it. Snap, get in there. I'll flush it. It's not gonna. Just it's not gonna burn this. Someone's gonna get it. Once in the air. Like Triple H took the worst of that, but the reason I think it's one of the biggest things ever is he was supposed to win King of the Ring that year. Yep. He didn't. Yeah. That's not the important. That's not the important part. You know who won King of the Ring that year? Stone. Stone Cold, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Do you know what happened that night when Stone Cold won? Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. You know who wasn't with the company a year later when Austin could have won the King of the Ring if things went in order? Jake the Snake. If that King of the Ring doesn't happen, Austin doesn't get to have his Austin 316 moment. Like, there's so many little things. You thump your Bible and talk about... John 316, Austin 316, says I just whipped your ass! <laughs> Not bad. And I have to say, your, your face told the story as well. Thank you. Not, I, yeah. No, so yeah, really, I, I was really angry at you. Oh, good. Your so yeah, curtain call. Big, That was yeah. That huge. Was huge. Um, I only have two honorable mentions. WrestleMania 17, like Pete said, against The Undertaker, the first yeah. one. And then the WrestleMania 20 triple threat. The two guys that will never put anybody over. Yeah. Put over someone whose name we're not allowed to say any man say anymore. Um, yeah, it was a good match. Uh, oh, I like moments. So when DX mocked the Nation of Domination, that was great. Yeah, but what about the Rock the Nation of Domination? Or the yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, but I'm know, sorry, Strem, to interrupt you. Person. But John, what about when they did the impersonation of the Nation of Domination on the Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, when X Pac did that, Mark Henry, that was uh, hey, 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 Rock McMahon. Uh, that was next week. Oh. That was my other honorable mention. Oh, I have an honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> when the X impersonated the Nation of Domination. No, no, no. Remember, um, it was 
It's on YouTube still called The Greatest Match in Wrestling History. Yes! And oh, was, fuck, this was awesome. I think it was against... Uh, it was against Michaels? Shields. Yeah. In yeah, Lowell, Massachusetts. Was, so Sergeant Slaughter made them fight... I was going to put this... <laughs> he made them fight for the show of the European and World Champion. Yeah. Oh. Sergeant Slaughter said, You're going to put that title, the European Championship title up against uh, Triple H tonight. So he comes out, and what does he do? He runs the rope. And oh, was it basically and like the finger poke of doom pre- match? It was a precursor yeah, to the yeah, finger yeah, poke of doom. It was yeah. better because he, he ran the rope. Yeah. Such a, it was very DX. It was swinging his arms. Years ago. He oversold like he did with Hogan back then. And then the celebration. like 20 times. And then they cried. The celebration. That was great. What was the line? I've been in Hell in a Cell. I've been in cage matches. Sarge. Sarge, um, with the exception of my kid being born, See, just okay. kidding, I don't have kids so, that I know about. Those two versions of, H- of DX were so uh, different, but like you said, the HPK version was so good because he, he was just himself. They, they were so evil. It was a little more raunchy than yeah. wrestling. Like, but it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have lasted if they Remember kept they it were up. Like, they were playing cards and they, like, Shawn Michaels got bucked They were playing yeah. strip poker yeah. in the middle of the ring during a uh, Los Barricos oh, match. Honestly. Rick Rude had no business being in that fashion, no. though. Like, he and he was, got out of there as fast as he could. Honorable, honorable mention when he married China. Yeah. <laughs> honorable mention when he oh. cheated on China with Stephanie McMahon. He threw her out of the Royal Rumble so fast. Yeah. He, did he? He faced the Godwins. This is the first <laughs> WWF magazine that went, and it covered a pay per view. It was like an in your house. And it was a, it was like a pig. It was like a the hog pen match. Hog pen Henry Godwin versus Triple H. Oh, we got back then. He was the blue blood. So anytime yeah. he touched the money, yeah, yeah, he was like that night. Owen took all the pigs and let them loose in Vince's office. Who knew? Like playing? Uh, <laughs> no, he did it for real. Yeah. <laughs> playing in your house. God damn it, Owen! A shoot. It was a shoot. When he played, Next time you're on the roof. Playing in your house, <laughs> and you didn't get like I never got why Triple H was in. In your house, because it was like he was such a lame character at the time, because it was the blue blood. But looking back, it's like, oh, it's a good thing he was in in your house. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the worst reunion of all time. Which, by the way, if you have that disc, put it in a CD player, change your life. Really? It just plays the tricks. Bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> Bulldog. We have our uh, little action figure federation that's yeah. been used on that our, our show. I never knew that. That's you, incredible. You, you put the yeah. It's like a CD player. The Sega CD or the, uh, the Sega PlayStation. PlayStation. Wrestling, yeah. uh, was it Wrestling the Arcade Game or something? You had it for Sega. Oh, Royal Rumble and Raw. Seeing it didn't have CDs. What was the weird Dreamcast? No, it was the weird Sega, Sega Saturn. Saturn. Sega Saturn. CD? That's what it was. It was Sega called Sega Saturn. CD, wasn't it? Yeah, Sega Saturn. Sega Saturn. There, but there was also yeah, Sega CD. Yeah, I didn't have CD. Sega CD, though. Pete had a Sega Saturn, and he, he got in your house for Christmas. Yeah. And he put it in the CD player. The Bulldog! Yeah, it was all the commentary. <laughs> all, uh, all the music and all the commentary. Bulldog! That's incredible. Yeah. I've been in ladder matches. I've been in stage matches. That gr- there, there used to be a clip on YouTube of that Triple H Shawn Michaels match, and it was set to the um, I can never say it right. The it's a Karma Burna. Do 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 do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. This is the yeah. The fucking lightsaber music. Yeah. Um, and it's slow motion. It's great. So final thoughts. Triple H is now in charge of WWE. Oh, put him in the Hall of Fame, guys. He's already in. What, uh, you know, real quick, not, months, nothing though. formal. What, put him in the Hall of Fame twice. Really formal, nothing, you know, really informal, nothing official. What kind of changes would you like to see out of the Triple H creative? I'd just like to see storytelling like the black and gold NXT had on the main shows, and I think it would just already automatically be better. Better storytelling, definitely. Yeah. In, in the ring as well. Like a good, a good match. 
people focusing on like injuries and stuff like that. Just not. Yeah. And you know it, it, It's we love Vince. Whatever shit happened. He was too old anyways. He probably should have been out of there two, yeah. three years ago, maybe ten years ago. But it's like he, 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 like a seventy year old man does not have the pulse on what people want. Yeah. Seventy seven. And you know what? Neither stop, does Bruce Prichard. Stop focusing on the outside BS movies. Stuff like that. You can still call yourself well, wrestling entertainment, but you know what? Just go for it and focus on Vince, the wrestling. Vince focus turned on the it into this global brand, so yeah. you can't say it was all wrong. But I don't understand how that company was ma- is making so much money more than they ever have, but with such a crap product. He went blind. blind I did go blind. I just don't know. But like the product's been so bad, but they're making money hand no. over fist. I it's think amazing it's, to me. It's, it's called it's, TV it's, contracts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, but how did they fool all these companies? Yeah, people still go. You know? People still fucking go to it's, see it. It's the number one name in wrestling. Yeah. That's why. It's, but hey, I'd love fun? to see better storylines, better you know, better matches, better like build up to less the, 50, the lesser pay per views, like what I want to want. Like I don't even watch them and I get them for free. Like that's right. how Less 50 50 booking is important to me. Not be like, oh, Drew McIntyre won this week. He's going to lose next week. Like, that stuff's fucking stupid. Make our one a Raw, like, NXT. Hey. Make our uh, one NXT, like a second NXT show. And then make Raw two hours with the main roster. I don't even know if they have a whole night on Tuesday. (laughs) No, but, like, you could could do, like, a one hour. You know what they could do with the first hour of Raw? Yeah. Or like, That's USA. You know They're what? paying too much yeah. money. Yeah. They used to have bigger ratings when they would show like what? old matches, oh, like bigger, old bigger. like yeah. when they showed Cena and Seth and Brock at that Rumble, that Triple Threat. There was like yeah. one of the highest rate. Yeah. Show me like so like, this classic matches for the first hour. Run, run an A eighty biography the first hour. Yeah, hey, like hey, I'll do that. Right? I'll watch that. So this week's Raw was the most highest rated, most watched Raw since well, the SummerSlam was well, since the first. Raw in the Thunderdome with no crowd, oh. so it was their highest rating since the pandemic. So that's that's it was the most disappointing. It, it wasn't. Was one of the worst Raws did you watch the whole though. thing? Did you actually watch the whole thing, or did I you? I like, watched enough. Was there really a one-hour Iron Man match to close the night? No. Okay. Right. The main event was like fifteen minutes. Okay. But they had match. they had the two triple threat matches for the to lead Honestly, to the number one contender. It was the same show I've been watching, so I'm hoping that they change. I thought it was soon. a lot different. No. You had Champa yeah, in there. You gotta give it time. It doesn't change overnight. Right. Tommaso Ciampa's gonna win the U.S. title on Together, this like, Monday. I don't care about these guys that get pushes. I need, make me care. Right. Just because you gave a guy a push, I'm not gonna give you that. Think about the, the And guy. that's the problem with me the, Me being a fan. I've spent so many years investing in these guys, going to the low Polish-American Veterans that, Club. But as a, as, a, as a casual fan... Right, that's what I'm saying. Now, they need to appeal to you. Like, okay, Ciampa... But make me like, make Where's, me want to see Chopper. Right. Like, you know, Where's like. the MJF of WWE? Give, he's he's, he's going to be joining them soon, don't I, worry. I think it's the biggest work. Uh, I don't know, man. He hasn't been bad. I, I think the promo was a work. Take the summer. But, uh, God, dude, the why wouldn't you capitalize on Take it? The, the guy summer. hasn't been on TV. To, I think he's supposed to come back and face Pump. But Pump's out, so it just kind of. I think uh, they should have put that belt on him uh, right away after the Punk was He should have won the interim title and been like P- this, PG yeah. Punk or plantar fasciitis or, Punk. Or put it back on fucking Adam Page. But you know what? Could he be one of those guys who wins the title and be like, ah. Oh, okay. No, no way. We're here. This guy, yeah. this guy is, is the show. I don't think he needs it, but I think he wants it. Instead of PG it, Punk, call him Fracture, uh, Phibia Fracture Punk and just, <laughs> oh, you got but a little leg boo boo, you pussy. I'm Maybe he's better off, because right now, Tony Khan's booking sucks, so maybe he's better off not being on TV. I don't know. 
It's, it's always good to take a break, no matter who it is. Yeah. So it's a shame Cody got hurt because that guy was on a roller yeah. coaster. Yeah. He was on a rocket ship. The American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. American Nightmare. Stardust, gotcha. Yes. He's awesome. Stardust, baby. He is. He's awesome. I, I I booed him at at Dynamite when we went, and I'm cheering yes. for him in WWE. Where that it's man smart. Like, did he throw the sneakers in the crowd that night, or was it the next week? The next week. I mean, son of a bitch, we've got had a nice pair of Jordans yeah. thrown to us, but that bastard. Yep. Hey, John Moxley way. walked by the three of you while I said, That was his last match. match before and rehab, up. by the way. I yeah. touched his hand and he went to rehab. He seemed that a must little, like, is. something. Now that, uh, maybe it's because we know he went to rehab, but he seemed like, Pete, he's on edge. On edge. You know oh, no. what? Guys, that's his that shoulder. That's his character. Ah, that's he's a tough guy. He's the lunatic fringe. He is. John Ambrose. Uh, I'm so much different than John. Than I used to be. They made me walk through the crowd. I'm sick of this pussy shit. Hey, John, I heard you were unhappy in WWE. Got any ideas for uh, AEW? I could walk through the crowd. I could wear a leather jacket. Um, I'll do a DDT. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll blade. Tony Danza. <laughs> it's great to be back. Let's hope we don't take another year to do another episode. Good to see you, boys. Good. And thank you, fans, for being so patient and asking us. Pete, Strem, Chris, John, where's the Rushmore Wrestling Podcast? But everywhere I go, Pete, why haven't you guys released an episode? We miss John. We miss Strem. Chris is okay. Uh, what, where has it been? And you know what? We're here. Okay, listen. I'm, I'm going to be transparent. I hate all three of these people. It took a while to come back. But we agreed it. We're back. Money talks. Everything's there, right. Yes. There's no way back. Yes. Yes. To be the real Topic for next time. Ooh. Do you have one? Or are you just throwing it out there? I'm throwing it out there. All right, cue the Rizzo's. <laughs> and I have a joke to end the podcast. You have a joke to end. Okay, throw up. Let's hear your joke to end the podcast. Do oh, you have any ideas for the next podcast? Listen, every time we bring idea. an idea, we always do a different yeah, idea. Yeah, we just right. pivot. Stay so. tuned for next well, time. Well, because we could come up with an idea that's so, relevant and then be like, oh, top four spookiest wrestlers because Halloween's coming soon and then it's February and it doesn't yeah, matter yeah, anymore. They had it on the top SummerSlam, but they just had it in yeah. July 30th. What's the next pay-per-view? I don't even know. The, Cardiff, the, it's the one in Scotland. And Ooh, Scotland. The Mount Rushmore of pay-per-views outside of the United States. There's like three. Ah. There's like ten Saudi Arabia shows and like two English shows. That's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we'll do it. <laughs> All right, a joke. A joke? Ooh. What does the blind man say when he walks by the fish market? Oh, uh, something about women. Good something morning, about ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> and all that fun, Hit the Rougeau. John, get your pen ready. We don't like rock and roll.